Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Welcome to Audible Clutter. We are talking to you from our new space. We so have moved. If, if you hear echoes, it's because we have a loft now. Yeah, we are trying urban loft living. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Although we had to downsize some furniture and stuff. Yeah. but And books. But some of the books were from college. <laughs> and yeah, and class. not even ours. And not even ours. And classes we aren't going to take in. Although I did keep every book I could find on the Constitution and the Supreme yes. Court. Because, well, I blame the Republicans because that kind of thing is necessary. And you want archival stuff in case they make things disappear. And on that note, we're going to cue Gail on ranting on our current president. Because Trump is making himself even more Trump every day, it seems. I mean, just this week he decided for no apparent reason to pull out, pull the U.S. troops out of Syria, leaving the Turks completely defenseless against, uh, against the, the advice Kurds, of his advisors. Uh, completely defenseless against Turkey because he's just enthralled by dictators and he's a Russian tool and it's just horrifying. And now he's saying that he's he's basically saying, oh, Saudi Arabia is finally going to start paying us for all of our all of the work that our army does. No, that's not supposed to happen. America, the American army is not a group of mercenaries. They shouldn't... We, we shouldn't, are not for hire. We're not for hire. We're not for rent. We do... We're supposed to send our army places to make things good, to do things right. Help our allies Help defend our democracy. Allies. Yes, defend democracy, which isn't... Saudi Arabia (laughs) and we shouldn't do we shouldn't be going somewhere because another country is going to pay us and we shouldn't pull out because of a phone call with a dictator no we shouldn't Trump doesn't know anything about integrity Trump doesn't know anything about honor and Trump honestly doesn't know anything about how the presidency works and the Republicans are too spineless to call him on it and it is beyond time for impeachment inquiries it is beyond time for Trump to be fired from government by us Yes, because he's our employee. Yes, and we can't do it until until the election in 2020, so you better damn well be registered to vote and planning on it. Mm-hmm. And But Congress could make put him on trial for crimes that he has committed in public view on TV, calling for foreign aid, on Twitter, calling for foreign aid, calling for foreign aid in American elections is illegal. Yeah, Trump has, has done it multiple times. In public. In public. In private. Who knows how else. And obstructed justice around those issues. Yes. And I'm sorry, subpoenas from Congress are not an optional thing. You have to show up or someone should go and arrest arrest you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And we want a fair trial for Trump, but we want a trial because he has committed crimes in public view. Right. Okay. And now we're going to pause. Once we get to that. <laughs> so, although I really don't like watching debates tonight, we sat and watched, actually we cooked in the new space, you can cook and listen to things, so that's kind of yes, nice. that's very nice. Yeah. But we, we watched the Democratic town, uh, Democratic debate. Yeah, and the LGBTQ town halls last week. Yes. That they did for coming out day. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, it was really cool to hear 
allies on stage wanting to fight for us. And it was also, although I'm not a Pete Buttigieg fan, and I'm less of a Pete Buttigieg fan after the debate, it's still great that there's a gay candidate who's running for office, and it's not a big deal. Yeah, he's just another guy he's from India. Just no. another guy from India. He's, <laughs> he's just a young white guy in a suit. Yeah. I'm tired of white guys in suits. Mm-hmm, definitely. Bernie and Biden and Buttigieg and... And Beto and... Yeah. There are other options out there. There are many other options. People should take them. Yeah. I and really like Booker stepping up and saying, let's stop attacking each other. Yes, that was a great And I like moment his uniting tonight. message at the end, too. Yes. He's, he yeah. seems to be a voice of calm, and it's nice. Mm-hmm. And how we're, we really don't want the Democratic candidates to tear each other apart. And no. we really don't need things like the Bernie supporters who went after Elizabeth Warren after they got the major <clears throat> endorsement from the working families and things like that. Well, we didn't need things like the candidates who went after Elizabeth Warren tonight. Yeah. It, that's unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole lot of going after Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. which she handled fairly well. Well, yeah. Of course. I mean, she, yeah, Biden was out of way out of line. Yeah, and he seems to be having. He doesn't seem to have a grip on words sometimes. So. Yeah, I like the Julian Julian Castro. Yeah, Julian Castro is great. Very measured, and he's really the only candidate who's pounding immigration and reminding us that there mm-hmm. are kids in cages. And I mean, honestly, I don't vote for candidates <coughs> for whom immigration is not the number <coughs> one thing. I didn't in the last Democratic primary locally here because it's the crisis of our era. ICE is the is a Gestapo, a modern Gestapo, and they are torturing people. They are killing children. They are locking people up. They are out of control. The entire leadership needs to be taken out and tried for the crimes that people are committing. Under, and it just needs to be stripped down. We need new. <coughs> processes yeah. ICE and uh, Customs and Border Patrol both yeah it's I it's, mean they're doing searches of people's phones and they should well, not CBP is actually targeting journalists who are coming back into the country mm-hmm. and going through everything on their phones and their laptops and taking hours and hours to do it while people have to just sit there you can't do anything because they aren't officially back in the country yeah yeah, the, the immigration system is being abused <clears throat> by the bad guys who are the immigration cops. Yeah, it's... it's Which reminds me, even more vitally important than the Democratic debate is there's a bunch of stuff out there about what to do instead of calling the cops. Do not call the cops on any situation that does not require a gun because the cops will shoot people. Yes. This is one of the things Julian Castro said at the debate is because Beto wants a mandatory gun buyback and Julian Castro said, do not send the cops into neighborhoods where <laughs> yeah, bad things will happen. Police violence is gun violence, too. Mm-hmm. And not enough people are dealing with that right now. There was an unarmed woman, or there was a woman in her own house playing video games with her nephew and a neighbor, black, her, it was a black elderly man. He called for a welfare check. Because the door was open. Yeah. And then and the police shot her through the window. Yeah, without... With barely any warning at all. Yeah, four seconds and dead woman. Yeah. It's uh, appalling. It's, that, that person, uh, that police officer resigned and has been charged with murder. Well, that, alas, so, is progress. More yes. progress would be living people. Living people would be much better. Do not call the police. There are other things you can do. I was looking at a list. 
you know, know what the suicide hotline is so you can help people. Mm-hmm. Talk to your neighbors. Know your neighbors. Yes. Find solutions that, because I was thinking about this um, from reading Twitter. You know, we are all aware that America is not a perfect place anymore unless we're really either a Republican, a white supremacist, or you've got your head in your ass, literally. Um, and so I was trying to think of when I actually woke up because I think there are various times when all of us did, and it was Ferguson because mm-hmm. I remember... Um, sitting in a park and there were two girls who were having a massive fight on a basketball court and it was like they were tearing hair they were they were scratching each other they were actually literally rolling around there were basketball players just standing around looking confused and ignoring them and I mean they were screaming at each other and I almost called 911 and then I realized what if the cops come and shoot the wrong people and I thought oh my god mm-hmm. you can't call the cops anymore and I mean that that hasn't really even been an issue here but I literally was sitting there in my car thinking, what if the cops shoot the wrong people? And I didn't call. And I, the basketball players started to sort it out. But, I mean, I really like that Castro is about the issues that are so urgent now. Mm-hmm. He really is. It's... I mean, so is Warren in so many ways. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Castro is... He's got that boots-on-the-ground feel. Yeah, he does. I mean, he was down at the border with um, LGBTQ asylum seekers mm-hmm. trying to help them because they're sending them back to Mexico where they're getting harassed. Right. And, um, yeah, so he really has a more of a boots-on-the-ground-trying-to-solve-problems feel than some of the other candidates, possibly because the other ones are involved in Washington. Yes, and, and, also, and also because he's Hispanic. Yeah. I mean... And he's from Texas. He's from and, Texas. And, yeah. And those... But he... I mean, it also seems, I don't know, it doesn't only seem personal, it seems, he seems to care. He seems to care, and he seems to care in a policy way. Yeah. Yeah. People are talking about a um, Warren Castro ticket, (laughs) that would be kind of cool. That would be really cool, yeah. (laughs) because Warren did really well with people attacking her mm-hmm. although she has to have a better answer to the Medicare for all taxes question because Bernie's saying oh no we're going to raise taxes and Warren's saying costs will go down and she's so good at explaining things I'm really not surprised that she just doesn't do a numbers for numbers out of pocket thing yeah she, or something. it seems like she I should I mean she should really develop a better answer for that mm-hmm. and she's capable of it oh definitely yeah so that's the one thing that I think would improve her um, platform. Yeah. But I mean, all the candidates were doing really well. Though I did get tired of the, I'm from the Midwest, so I can get Midwest votes. Like, you have to live in the Midwest. And I like Amy Klobuchar, um, but you don't just have to live in the Midwest to figure out what's happening in the Midwest. Everyone's gone and talking to people. and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she needs more exposure. I think she's got a fairly valid point of view. I was looking at Twitter, and they said that Buttigieg and Klobuchar um, were both coming out as strong, moderate voices. Yes, they are. And yeah. Buttigieg just needs to tamp it down. And, uh. <laughs> what? He's in, I mean, he's a, I, I, I tweeted this out in the universe, but he's like those professors whose classes you don't go to because they're so smug. Yeah. And it's all about how pretty they look at the front of the class or how smart they are and not mm-hmm. how much you learn, which is appalling because Elizabeth Warren is out there educating an entire generation of activists about what America should be. And Pete Buttigieg is saying, well, 
I'll be president and I'll take care of everything. And fuck that. I don't want a president who takes care of everything. That's how we got Trump. That's true. I don't want an entitled smug bastard in a suit. And Pete Buttigieg is a democratic entitled smug bastard in a suit. Yes. So I don't want that. No. And it's not what this country needs. And it's not... And Elizabeth Warren's running war night schools and teaching, teaching activists and encouraging people to knock on people's doors. She, she was doing that. They're doing an October thing. And I'm, I'm not going out and knocking on people's doors because I'm too introverted mostly for that. But um, part of it is to go one-on-one with your fellow Americans because you have more in common than you think and we shouldn't be afraid of each other. And we should talk to each other because this is our country and we have to remember that as Americans we have so much in common. Mm-hmm. And so much we care about together. And Trump is trying to take that away from us all. And that's like his biggest crime is t- taking people into little silos of bigotry and prejudice. Yes. And Hillary and her deplorables comment didn't help with that. No. Because it's appalling too. People aren't stupid. They're shrewd. There's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, the coal workers on the tracks in Kentucky stopping the trains. Yeah. They know where the money's going. They know what's up. They know what feeds their families and you have to get their vote too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you can talk to them about your story and why you can help them and why you're not a typical politician, that's what America needs. Somebody who can make that outreach to the dudes who are willing to sit for their rights on the train tracks because we all need to sit for our rights on train tracks across this country for climate change and for the kids in camps and for all of that. And there's not... I get that fire from Kamala Harris. and Yeah. I get that fire from Warren. I mm-hmm. get that fire from Klobuchar. And, uh, I'm from the Midwest <laughs> and I'm not going to offend... Yes, in a Minnesota way. In a Minnesota way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the only fire I get from Buttigieg is... Wow, Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> all right, pretty. Yeah, and Booker, Booker is kind of the opposite of fire, but he's like the 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 Tao thing with water. You know, he keeps pressing, but in a calm oh, way. Yes. Yeah, Booker is very very calm, and he, he it seems like he's getting his message out more. Yeah, he as seems the to time be goes on. Always aware of. He's very, he seems to be able to read a room better than a lot of them. Yes, and he always has something that he can personalize yeah. and say, okay, this is, this, we are Americans, we are Democrats, we're working together, we have to stay together. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you were going to do one mayor, it would be. <laughs> But he's a senator. He's a senator now, but the, you know, America need, America, if America needed a mayor, it would be a Booker mayor, not a Buttigieg mayor. Yes. And I think America needs a, a fighter for the consumer and the middle class, and that's Elizabeth Warren. It was so cool when she knocked down Biden after Biden was bitching about how it got so tiring, Biden saying, I'm the only one who's ever done this, I'm the only one who's ever mm-hmm. done this. And everyone on that stage is very successful at what they do. Yes. I mean, Klobuchar and Harris, they're prosecutors. Elizabeth Warren started the Consumer Protection Bureau, which Biden tried to claim credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone on that stage is a success, and Biden's got a lot of fucking nerve to say, I'm the only one who's ever done anything. Yeah, because he's not. He's I mean, not. The, yeah. The, 
mostly senators up there. They've done a lot. Yeah, they've gotten They're winners. winners. <laughs> yeah. They've won elections. They probably won more lead elections on their own than him. Yes. <laughs> I mean, when you're the vice presidential candidate, you're not winning that election. Your presidential candidate is. Yeah. Yeah, well, the three women on that stage have never lost an election. Yeah. So, four. There were four women. You forgot Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, I forgot Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. yeah Who's just kind of strange. A little bit, yeah. Well, she's very intense. It's, yeah. And she does, you, you were right, she does seem very, well, very Bond villainy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not I, maybe not Bond villainy. Bond. She seems dangerous. Yeah, she seems very dangerous. Which, granted, some touch of you need in politics at this point, mm-hmm. but still. But I mean, she she doesn't seem to have any give for compromise. That's yes, because they basically true. had to sh- had to go to commercial to stop her from taking over the debate. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh, and she mentioned regime change way too many times. Mm-hmm. So is there anyone we've forgotten? Oh, I've been liking Harris more. At one point, I didn't like Harris, mm-hmm. but Harris is seems to be such a fierce advocate. Every the two LGBTQ town halls, I became much more respectful of Harris. Yeah, and how her record, how well she stands on her record, mm-hmm. and how much she knows about issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really got deep knowledge, and I would love to see her take over the Justice Department or something, that would or the be EPA, and do some of the stuff that they did in California. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah, because I've I've been liking her more. Because mm-hmm. the the more I you know, she seemed a bit brusque and like she was going to try to take over the world, but I mean, she's it's really was amazing to listen to that LGBTQ forums. And um, here's such fierce allies. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, it was great to just people. It was really reaffirming. Yes. I mean, not, the, and I'm I'm greatly appreciative for younger people than us. Mm-hmm. It was good for us, but I think it's especially good for small children. You know, yeah, here, who are just figuring things out. We're just figuring things out to hear that they're valid, to hear that they're loved, to hear that there are people who will fight for them, and to hear that mm-hmm. the what the kind of garbage Trump and the Republicans and the evangelicals are spewing is wrong. It is garbage. It's garbage. Um, So on that note, we're going to pause briefly and then we will be right back. Hi, and we're back. Um, So last Friday we decided that we needed a break from the moving and the politics and so we went and saw The Addams Family, (laughs) which was so much fun. Um, it, It is... Very, very true to the TV show, which, you know, our generation grew up with all the time. Oh, it was we, before our generation. Well, okay, but it, <laughs> we it, so it was in reruns. reruns every day after school. So, yes. So we saw it more than the people who originally, originally saw, saw it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the parts that was most fun for me was the very end when they played this theme song from the Adams Family TV show and most of the theater was singing along and snapping and it was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the production design was awesome. The beginning of it was so perfect. Morticia mm-hmm. um, was putting herself together, and it was just like mm-hmm. so perfect goth horror moment. She riveted herself in her boots and yeah. used the ashes of her dead parents for makeup highlights and things <laughs> like that to go off to a you know moonlight midnight wedding reenactment or something. And mm. it's just there were so many nice touches and. Although some people have been complaining that like Gomez wasn't good looking enough because they're used to John Aston and Raul Julia and and Oscar Isaacs is really hot now and so they're like oh my god why couldn't it look like him but the designs are so true to Charles Adams original comic it's amazing I mean Lurch was phenomenal Lurch was great all of them they looked I mean it was a Charles Adam cartoon that's been brought to life it- and was yeah. amazing. The music was so much fun. Lurch at the at the, at the organ with various things that you wouldn't End think things. suited the mood, but but they did. They did. Yeah, they were light great. and they were perfect. And uh, Christina Aguilera's <laughs> song singing "Haunted Heart" played over the credits, <laughs> and that's a great song. It is. It is yeah. funny. I had to sit down and do a robot and turtle because I just had this vision yeah. of a you know house haunted heart type thing. And, I just walked out of it grinning, although because of Pugsley, I did want to blow up something. I seriously remember Wednesday being the more popular from, I guess it's because of Christina Ritchie. But this one, they really did Pugs, Pugsley well. <laughs> yeah, well, Pugsley was what, Finn Wolfgang from Wolfhart. Wolfhart, yeah, from Stranger Things. Yeah. So, oh, so that might be he's why. He's the it boy. He's the, he is the it boy at the moment, so. <laughs> So that was really, really fun and Yeah, really, really well done. And I mean it was it was yeah, it was I just walked out of the grinning. It was like mm-hmm. low key, low key, high key, just fun. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you want that. I mean, there were it was a pretty basic story. There weren't really any surprises. And no. But you don't need surprises. Life has been surprising enough recently that <laughs> just to go see an Adams movie there was a nice it's about family, and what you need yes. for family is love and swords. And that's so. That was always one of the best things about the Anna's family that they were so much about the family part of it, and yeah. the kids were just the the parents and the kids and the extended family. It was just. It was just so. Yeah, and how much and the nice. facial expressions on Morticia's face were amazing. Yes, especially when she and Wednesday were. I mean, Wednesday's having teen angst and teen rebellion in a very Wednesday sort of a way which mm-hmm. involves like a pink unicorn hair beret. <laughs> yes. And, um, and Morticia, you know, for all of her goth whatever, is just a mom who wants to do things with her daughter. Of course, mm-hmm. there's seances with dead relatives, but she's still just a mom who wants to do yes. things with her daughter. Yes. And that, that heart and sweet at the heart of the Adams family is what made everybody people in there with their kids and you know they grew up watching it and the dude next to me had his daughter on his lap and he's singing along and it was just it made <laughs> me hope think that there was hope for the world honestly yes because <laughs> there's a dude in a baseball cap and you know in the middle of red york and he's singing sing along with the adams family which is happy goth family love with swords and I'm thinking yeah we can do this America yes we can <laughs> we just gotta get our goth on. Uh, <laughs> and on that note I think we're good I think we're good so 
Take care. Take care. And we will talk to you next week. Next week. This is Michelle. This is Gail. Signing off. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.